In the world today, we are seeing a historic shift in economics and politics as power shifts away from the West and toward the global South. And one of the most important institutions as we discuss this transition is the BRICS bloc, that is Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. This is an alliance of emerging economies, largely in the global South, and they are growing and growing in influence. Today, the BRICS economies together represent more than one third of the entire global economy, that is global GDP, when you measure their economies in terms of purchasing power parity, PPP, which is a better measurement than nominal measurement in US dollars. On the other hand, the Western-led alliance of the G7, that it consists of the United States, Canada, Britain, France, Germany, Italy, and Japan, their share of the global economy has been declining more and more over time. In addition to representing more than one-third of the global economy, the BRICS countries also represent more than 40%, more than two-fifths of the world's population. And the BRICS is expanding. At least 20 countries all across the global south have expressed interest in joining the BRICS, and this is one of the main issues that was discussed on June 1st and 2nd at a meeting that was held of the BRICS foreign ministers in South Africa. Another very important issue that was discussed was the possibility of BRICS creating a new currency for international trade and to be held in global reserves in order to challenge the hegemony of the US dollar. It's also important to stress that there are several other countries present at this BRICS foreign ministers summit in South Africa, including top diplomats from Egypt, Iran, Kazakhstan, Saudi Arabia, and the United Arab Emirates. South Africa's foreign ministry referred to these countries as friends of BRICS, and all of them have applied to join the bloc. Bloomberg published a report in April revealing that at least 19 countries have expressed interest in joining BRICS, and the number has increased just in the several weeks since then. According to Bloomberg, 13 countries have already officially applied to join, and six more are investigating the possibility. The media outlet named specifically Saudi Arabia, Iran, Argentina, Algeria, the United Arab Emirates, Egypt, Bahrain, and Indonesia. And the article quoted South African diplomats who said that two nations from East Africa and one from West Africa are also interested in joining. Now, this diplomat didn't name what those African nations are, but it's been widely speculated they could be Nigeria and West Africa and Ethiopia and Eritrea and East Africa. South Africa's ambassador to BRICS told Bloomberg in this report, quote, we are getting applications to join every day. Brazil's leftist president, Lula da Silva, who was one of the co-founders of the BRICS bloc, also announced in late May at a summit of South American leaders that he supports Venezuela joining the BRICS bloc as well. So this is truly massive and it's growing. Other countries that have expressed interest include Indonesia and Turkey, Turkey, a member of NATO. So this is truly something that could have a massive global impact and challenge the Western domination of the world that we've seen for hundreds of years since the rise of European colonialism.
Now, in addition to expanding, another very important issue that was discussed in the meeting in South Africa was the possibility of BRICS creating a new currency for international trade and to be held as a global reserve currency in the foreign exchange reserves of central banks. Now, Bloomberg published another article and it revealed that at the top of the agenda was the discussion of plans to create a new currency. This is all to challenge the dominance of the US dollar. And specifically, it is also aimed at getting around Western sanctions. The US has imposed sanctions unilaterally, illegally, on countries that represent more than one third of the global population, including Russia, one of the founding members of BRICS, and including Iran, which has applied to join BRICS. So clearly, the countries in this alliance are trying to find new ways to do trade and hold currencies in their global reserves, their foreign exchange reserves, that cannot be seized and sanctioned by Western governments. South Africa's foreign minister, Naledi Pandor, told journalists after the meeting that BRICS aims to, quote, ensure that we do not become victims to sanctions that have secondary effects on countries that have no involvement in issues that have led to those unilateral sanctions. So this is South Africa clearly saying that they're afraid the West may impose sanctions on them for doing trade with Russia. And the Western media has published a series of reports without any evidence claiming that South Africa is planning on selling weapons and or ammunition to Russia. And, and the U.S. and other Western governments have actually threatened South Africa. So this is something that very truly could happen in the near future. In the joint statement that the foreign ministers of the BRICS published, they condemned unilateral sanctions imposed by the West, which violate international law. They are illegal because they do not have the support of the UN Security Council. Now, what exactly the BRICS currency could look like is really hotly debated. We don't have a lot of information, so we shouldn't really speculate. However, from the information that we do have, it is clear that the BRICS countries are not going to adopt this currency as their domestic local currency. I wanna be very clear about that. There's been a lot of misreporting. Russia is gonna continue using the ruble, India is going to use the rupee. China is going to use the renminbi. They're not going to adopt it for local commerce. What it is going to be used for is international trade as a unit of account. And this is similar to the idea of the bond core that was proposed by the economist John Maynard Keynes at the Bretton Woods conference in 1944 as an alternative to the US dollar, which ended up being established as the global reserve currency. The idea is to create a neutral unit of account that can be used for exchange to remove the dollar as the middleman. And there are many discussions of how that unit of account, how that currency could be created. Something that is somewhat similar that already does exist is the special drawing rights, the SDRs that were created by the International Monetary Fund, the IMF. And the SDRs are based on a basket of currencies of large countries that are part of the IMF. So that could be another possibility is that the BRICS countries would use this currency backed by a basket of their own currencies. Another possibility is there are discussions that it could be backed by gold or a basket of commodities and or a basket of commodities and the currencies of the BRICS members. So we don't know exactly what the currency will look like. And 
in their statements made by the BRICS foreign ministers, they made it clear that they're still discussing the plans. So this is definitely not something yet that is firmly set in stone, but it is being discussed and deliberated and is very likely going to happen in the near future. These are just a few of the massive shifts that we're seeing around the world. Even Reuters, the British media outlet that is very antagonistic against the BRICS bloc and against Russia in particular, even Reuters acknowledged that this is part of the move toward a multipolar world. In its report on the meeting in South Africa, Reuters wrote that the BRICS foreign ministers, quote, sought to focus attention on their ambition to build up their influence in a multipolar world. And it quoted India's foreign minister, S. Jaishankar, who spoke of the concentration of economic power, which he said, quote, leaves too many nations at the mercy of too few and of the need to reform global decision making, including by the United Nations Security Council. This is an issue that Brazil and India, two large countries, have repeatedly brought up. The five permanent members of the Security Council at the United Nations are the winners of World War II, which include not only big countries with big populations like China and the US and Russia, but also countries with much smaller populations like, for instance, Britain and France. Meanwhile, India is the most populous country on Earth with more than 1.4 billion people. It does not have a permanent seat on the UN Security Council. And Brazil, another massive country, or Indonesia, or Pakistan, or Nigeria, these are all countries with much larger populations than Britain or France, and they don't have permanent seats on the Security Council. So the Global South has repeatedly called for a democratization of the United Nations and other global political bodies. It's very clear that this issue of creating a new currency has become very important for BRICS. Beijing's newspaper China Daily wrote back in April that the rise of BRICS and its potential currency are a challenge to US dollar dominance. It noted that Quote, in an economic development that hasn't received much attention in the Western media, the GDP of the BRICS nations has surpassed that of the G7. That news, coupled with plans by the BRICS nations to create their own currency later this year, so that's late 2023, presents a challenge to the US dollar as the world's primary reserve currency. These are just some of the world historic shifts that we're seeing today. And it really shows how the global South is showing that it's no longer going to tolerate the Western domination of the world that we've seen for 500 years since the rise of European colonialism. The European colonial powers tried to colonize the entire world. And then the United States, when it rose to power, tried to do the same thing. And now we see Global South nations represented by the BRICS in particular, saying that they will not tolerate the continued Western hegemony and neo-colonial policies, and they are developing their own political and economic infrastructure to provide more global democracy. And in another episode, I'm going to talk about the growth of the BRICS bank, the new development bank. There are multiple countries that are joining but I'm gonna save that for a separate video and podcast. I'm trying to keep these much shorter so I can produce more reporting 
and in smaller tidbits and not make much longer videos and podcasts. I've heard a lot of complaints about the length. So with that said, I'm gonna conclude here. I'm Ben Norton. This is Geopolitical Economy Report. Please subscribe on whatever platform you're watching or listening on. And if you wanna support this, please consider going to geopoliticaleconomy.com slash support. There are a few ways of supporting us. The best way is you can become a patron over at patreon.com slash geopoliticaleconomy. We have no big donors, no big institutional sponsors. We rely entirely on small donations from people like you. So I wanna thank everyone. I'll see you next time.